Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 159 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and this geezer over here is Andy, a.k.a. I'm a secret lemonade drinker. Ah, <laughs> oh, White's Lemonade. What brought uh, that on? You got it. Good. I was a little bit <laughs> yeah. worried. No, no, who doesn't know that? <laughs> Probably anyone under the age of 30. <laughs> if you go back um, to some of their old trailers, there's a dude in one of them that looks like me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things I've heard in my life. Oh, you look like that guy from the old Al Whites trailer. But then I, I generally say, well, look, it's because I'm wearing a, a, a patterned shirt. I've got long hair and I look like a decked out retro wizard dude. So obviously Obs. I bear a resemblance to the R Whites lemonade advert actor from the mid 70s. <laughs> Find an advert from the mid 70s I don't bear a resemblance to. That's <laughs> a dying, dying breed, aren't they? Uh, well, adverts. Yeah, I mean they're still around, but like no one watches them. No, I always wait five seconds, and then click skip. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the, the art of creating an advert that lasts forever is, is mm. gone out the window. For mash, get smash. Beans means Heinz. You know when you've been tangoed. Oh, that's what I was about to do. Uh, <laughs> I used to like the old uh, Russ Abbott Hamlet ones. You know, where oh, some, something goes something goes hor- horribly wrong. Yeah. And then you just get the, um, what's the, the piano sonata? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And a little plume of smoke. <laughs> I was talking about the Milk Train Man earlier today. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Did anyone realise who what you were talking about? Yes, yeah, because the person I was talking about it with is a similar age to me, and therefore remembers the whole you know dressed all in black, yeah, creeping in through women's bedrooms. Actually, now that I think about it, little train man's not that cool, um, or because the lady wants. Oh, yeah, I can think of loads. Uh, the Ferrero Rocher, oh. the ambassador. I'm buzzed with this Ferrero Rocher. Yo, I really spoil you guys. <laughs> oh, he's a very nice man. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten that one. He's a very nice man. So many good ones. And then they're just like, it's like not anymore. You don't watch it, so they don't put the effort in. Trout fishing with uh, J.R. Hartley. <laughs> French polishers. It's quite possible you could save my life. <laughs> oh dear but yeah. go on for hours uh, that's a podcast in its own right oh, but we're here oh, today soon. <laughs> yeah revisit it that is actually I mean, someone's probably already done it but I bet that's that's an idea that's an idea that's actually. an idea and a half you get a couple of D-list celebrities on to talk about it Zamo for sure <laughs> he's been on at me for a while to get on the podcast yeah he's been he's eager yeah, the locksmithing business isn't doing so well at the minute. No, we'll have a chat with Jake Busey. I'm sure he'll be <laughs> The Americans yeah. like get TJ on. He knows his he knows his 80s uh, adverts. <laughs> anyway, anyway, here we are again. Here we are again. We're wildly out of sync, folks. 
And for that, I apologize. Uh, I don't know if uh, listeners out there did see my Facebook post, but um, things the schedule is going to have to just be a little bit loosey-goosey for a wee while because I, I just work family circumstances are making it difficult to edit and turn around the podcast um on the regular fortnight monday slot so we're going to keep putting them out regular but they're going to be a bit sporadic in terms of the gaps between them so apologies for anyone who was getting in their car or sitting on the train or the bus on their commute thinking oh check out the ministry of dice this fine monday morning only to find that there was nothing waiting for them yeah our new yeah. man, Robin, he'll be like, I just caught up. What are you, <laughs> yes. What are you at? She. Oh, sorry. Um, but yes, you're right. So apologies if, if anybody's out there who didn't see the Facebook post or the, you know, the Discord, Twitter and stuff that I put out saying, I'm really sorry, guys. Life's just mental. I'm struggling to fit in the editing. Uh, Jocelyn from the Double Double and Dice said to me, uh, just bang it out on edited. I said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you don't want that. No, uh, three we... hours of two men with handbags whittering on. <laughs> yeah. See, this is this is proper podcast, you know, red light on recording podcast time right now, but me and Andy have been on the phone for about 45 minutes already. <laughs> yeah, <we have. laughs> he sent me some pictures of some random Timu things he's bought. I've updated him on the man cave work. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't need or want that in your lives well maybe you do let us know can you imagine that a three-hour podcast if we just if we just had the whole conversation beginning to end and just recorded it and put it out i don't think we'd have any listeners left no we wouldn't no we wouldn't we do definitely get the handbags out and have a good whinge about anything and everything <laughs> so yeah apologies for the sporadic timetable but we are back uh, perhaps not our regular two weekly slots to talk about gaming and Dice Masters in particular. We've got a couple of segments planned to talk about today, but before we do, I'll ask you, my man, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? I won a game. I won another game. Oh, yeah. I've, I need to put that up. Gee, I need to get that up on YouTube as well. Yeah, you do. Uh, bloody hell. I've got two action figures here on my desk that are brand new. And I still not I've still not reviewed them for the for the other channel either. I'm so behind on everything. <sighs> what are you doing? Well, there's a few things going on, but if anyone is out there thinking they started a family and thinks having kids would be nice, if if you want anything else in your life, don't do it. <laughs> 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 Just don't do it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, you did. You did indeed. Yeah, I did. Um, which was good fun. All right, talk, talk, uh, talk to the listeners, anyone who's not watched it yet, or assuming that I may have even not posted it yet, uh, what was going on? Uh, well, it was nice. I won, and I didn't even have to rely on Master Mode. Uh, it was our... Uh, yeah, but what did you rely on? <laughs> <laughs> didn't rely on Master Mode. Um, so it was Guardians of the Galaxy set versus Tomb of Annihilation set, which were the top two yes. of the, the people's poll uh, that um, our man Andy America had put together. Indeed. Um, so we, 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 how did we decide? We 
drew straws or uh we rolled the dice and yeah. i think i think you had you had energy and i had character face or whatever or yeah. the other way around um and just said right uh, uh so i got guardians of the galaxy so out came wow i th- out came as if it was easy um an evening <laughs> was spent uh searching through uh, cupboards and drawers and boxes um at one point i just thought i text chris it was like i think i've given all these dice for guardians of the galaxy away by mistake because like they ain't here anyway i found mm. them uh so out came uh nobby and collector uh, and a whole host of other guardians of the galaxy goodness and that's got a st- strong selection to choose from out of that set uh, and um they did the business although like most games with you, I don't think it was particularly easy. Uh, yeah, I went down swinging, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Nobby, Collector, what else did I get out there? Oh, I, I grabbed the Madam Mask soon because you'd clocked it and you'd brought the doppelganger to <laughs> yes. copy my um, Collector and then start well, whatever, yeah. Nobby's in. Though. That was definitely the, uh, the, the order of the day. So I had to get Madam Mask out pretty much straight away. Uh, to stop his, um, what's this? Wenfielded, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's Wenfielded. Although uh, there are conditions on it because the doppelganger needs to target a character um, that needs to be equal or lower level. Right. So I had that extra complication in the mix. Yeah, you've got a knack of getting them. I've got a knack of getting them. You know, when you need a certain certain thing, you've got a knack of being like, oh, it's the right level to uh, completely annihilate you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I'd done some stuff to manipulate that situation as well. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. <laughs> I slammed down the Madden Masters, try and stop that. Uh, and then Collector came out and then Nobby was getting bought and Nobbied out because Collector wouldn't roll out to change the dice um, to stop that. And it went bang, 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 bang. All the direct damage from me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I'd uh, I'd made a bit of a, a I'd put had a bit of a flaw on the team. Uh, shall I talk about mine now rather than waiting yeah, until? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Tomb of Annihilation, and I went with a dragon's build. And so I was doing a, a gold dragon ring of winter um, list was what I was playing. In fact, the cards are probably around here somewhere. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was I sat there looking at you, anti pure blood, but uh, I think I said on the night, I just felt like it would have been really boring for both of us if I'd have done that. Um, yeah. And I, I've had Ring of Winter since release, since Team of Annihilation came out, and I haven't used it a great deal. But certainly not with dragons. I think I might have used it once or twice just for the global, you know, for a for a six cost card. So I thought, yeah, let's do some dragons. So it was Gold Dragon, Ring of Winter was the kind of main cornerstone of the team. And it worked all right. Uh, I got my Gold Dragon out nice and quick. Yeah, you did. Took me Um, down to nine, like on turn three, I think. Yeah, but I kind of did a bit of a hasty attack where I was always fields a bit open here. and You did an Andy. Yeah, let's get a six point hit in while while I've got while the going's good. To be fair though, I was ramping really well. I had my Twingers swarming. So in my head, between the Twingers and you'd bought uh what did you have that I was able to use to Throne Brick. Prep. 
you definitely yeah. bought a throne brick. And I had oh, and I had I had I had cake as well, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my head, I thought I can get that churned round, so I can go for this open field attack and get the gold dragon back out ASAP. But of course, what happened? A gold dragon went. I'm not rolling again. Nah, I don't like these characters' faces. I don't want to come out and play. No, you missed it a few times, and you had the ring and the the dragon coming out at the same time. Yeah, I kind of couldn't sync it up. My bag management wasn't great to get the two of them, so I could use the ring of winter to pull the dragon in. And then what I thought was I had my green devil mask, and I thought that's a nice nasty piece of piece of gear to get out in the field and try and control your shenanigans. But I'd done you a favour by bringing my magic missile as well. Yeah. So I sort of messed that up. Now, in my head, the thinking was that the magic missile... Oh, I had Valindra Shadow Mantle, although I don't think I got around to buying it. In my head, I was thinking, magic missile, Valindra Shadow Mantle, they'll just help me, you know, with the Breath Weapon 3 as well from the Gold Dragon. Could kill some of the bigger stuff, you know. Not fully adding up that I was giving you the solution to remove your sidekicks or whatever so that when you did field you nobby you were all right you had a low a, a small enough field to deal with it so just one of them in it little oversight on my part yeah five three catching up yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah so it's taking me to october to get some wins on the board but <laughs> yeah but they've been good good games the uh this one and the last one we did um I feel like they had good back and forth. It was, you know, it wasn't inconclusive. Even that one I played against the Master Mold with the um, Deathbird team. I think did oh, well oh, against. Yeah, that was tight. Did well against the Master Mold. So yeah, it's been it's been all right, hasn't it? Been yeah, all right up front. Good. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else? Anything else other than that? Not really. Um, I painted. Uh, I've started painting some. Horsey men or cavalry, as they're known, um, right? But they're I, I prefer horsey men. Horsey men. That's what they call them in 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 real wars. I, um, I believe that's yeah. I believe that's what Napoleon used to say. He said, <laughs> "Bring bring my horsey men up from the rear," and oh, all that kind of jazz. Who were misses? So, but that's about it. Other than that, just surviving. <laughs> just getting getting through yeah yeah getting through all right well uh yeah i mean obviously we've already talked about our dice masters game i've been on marvel snap a lot this week oh I, i've also played lots of marvel snap have you yeah uh into the new season i got the new black knight in the uh what then purple boxes you know the purple ones oh yeah yeah They're, i quite like the purple ones they just kind of appear and give you something good Yes, and that's what happened. I got a purple one, and I went for it, and I got this new Black Knight. So I built a new Black Knight team, and it's it's good, and it's fun, and it's a bit different, and I was getting a bit stuck in a rut. I think I said to you a couple of weeks ago that I was getting a bit bored with it. Hmm. So it kind of gave me a bit of a new lease of life, and I'm currently sitting in the late 70s right now. And Ooh, nice. Getting, in, getting into the 80s is not outside the realms of possibilities, whereas I got to the sort of mid-70s last season and felt like I was – that was it just stuck yeah and things weren't going very well and whereas this has given me a bit of a new team and i've gone back to an old patriot list as well that actually seems to be doing quite well too oh wow yeah yeah it's it's surprising i don't know why uh, but it's been doing all right so i've been on marvel snap quite a bit 
making good use of my new Black Knight card. Nice. I got Loki in one of those things. I've been playing a lot uh, yeah, yeah. the past few weeks. And um, that's quite exciting. I've been playing the same teams for ages, like the Movement one and a few others. So this one's like a brand new one that I built. Uh, and it's cool. It's like a bit hit and miss, but um, it's certainly quite satisfying at, about getting a whole host of your opponent's cards cheaper and then killing them with their win condition. Um, yeah, I find it really annoying, but on the receiving end of it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. That's satisfying. So, yeah, I've been playing around with that, and then obviously having a collector that goes bing, 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 um, is cool. But a bit reliant on getting the right cards. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like this Black Knight one, because if I, even if I don't pull the Black Knight and do the shenanigans, I've still got, you know, uh, a Giganto and a... Um, I think it's the uh, Red Skull is the other big one that I've gone for in the deck. So you can still, you know, you can still get hyper, you know, get power on the board and do stuff. It feels versatile in that respect, although it's not got a lot of control in it. And there's been a few times where I've been like, ah, I just wish I had a Rhino to get rid of this annoying location. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or a Cosmo, because I tell you what, I am sick of the sight of is Hella decks. They seem to be everywhere at the minute. Yeah, they do. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, and they put like they put. It. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say they put that invisible woman out, and I'm just I just think I haven't got a Cosmo. I, I obviously need a Cosmo with that invisible woman location. <laughs> yeah, one of my favourite things I must I've said before is with Rhino. Is like there seems to be a lot of people that play Magic and go for the seven turns. Yes, and then just. Like rocking up, and then on the sixth turn, just doing Rhino and something else, and then they're just like, <laughs> "Just what were you about to do? Don't bother. I've won. Thank you very much." <laughs> yeah, I'm really into that new uh, that new Echo card, but I, when other people play it, um, so she cancels ongoing when it when it hits the table. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, brilliant. Thanks. Here you go. Here's a red skull. <laughs> <laughs> you just created the perfect location for my red school thank you very much yeah um so yeah a lot of marvel snap that's been the uh, sort of main and, and of course with uh things being so busy and hectic uh, when things do finally settle down in the house and things are calm and quiet and i can get some downtime it's quite late and so it's just a nice little game to you know yeah in, engage with on the sofa at 10 30 at night, whatever, 11 o'clock on the toilet. Whenever in that, too, absolutely. Yeah, in fact, I, I played a quick game today while I was sat on the wall outside the front of uh school nice. <laughs> for 10 minutes while I waited. You know what I mean? So, so it's uh, yeah, and that's it. That's I'm I haven't really been doing much board game stuff. The man cave's on its way, it's so close to completion. I can't believe it. Yeah. So looking forward to having that all set up. Just a few last-minute kind of bits, and then I'll be able to get moved in there proper. Yeah, looking forward to nice. seeing the picks. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll get a few snaps taken and distributed, <laughs> and then I'll get all green with envy. I have to do something with my pit. Oh yeah, I've got nice f- fancy lighting and everything. Yeah, little display cool. stands for me, action figures. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, baby. 
And that is it. That's that's everything for the update, uh, I think. I don't believe there's anything else yeah. to call out at this point, is there? No, no, not much. Oh, I, um, no, it's boring. Okay. Well, so, so, I, I got that, uh, there's a, an app for the TV called Roxy, which is a karaoke music kind of app. Right. I downloaded that, it was free, but it came with like, I'm going to get like a karaoke microphone in the post, which for free, which was cool. And that's got games on it. As, if we're talking the games, we're not trying to eke out anything game related that I've done in the last few weeks um, with music videos, but yeah. <laughs> it's not that exciting, really. Yeah, well, it's no better or worse than some of the rubbish that's come out of my mouth, so you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to those videos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, wrap up the intro then and move on to our segments this week. So we've got first segment, community focus, online event that we want to not just announce, but have a little bit of a chat about. So that's fairly straightforward, that one. And then the second segment, we've we've had some correspondence. It's by listener request. No way. Yes way. So uh, we got tapped up the other day. Uh, well, we'll talk about it when we get to the get to the segment. But yeah, we've had a had a new listener get in touch. Um, who's asked us a question, and we plan on answering it. So uh, with all that said and done, that should give us the best part of a full episode. So should we crack on with it, my man? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, then on to the first segment. This is London Calling. Here is the news. Yes, folks, welcome back. Welcome to the Community Focus. And we have uh, an online tournament event that we'd like to you know, get out there, uh, save the date kind of stuff. Uh, I know we've had Worlds, but the event you've all been waiting for is soon upon us. It's here, baby. Absolutely. The big event of the year, folks. Dice Masters versus Cancer 2023 is on its way. And um, we'd like to, uh, well, Get anyone who's new and not aware of what we're talking about up to speed, so you know what's the what, but also make sure that some of the relevant information and the save the date stuff is out for those who may be intending on playing. So, so we start with what is Dice Masters versus Cancer? I think that would probably be the most appropriate starting point. Yeah, what is Dice Masters versus Cancer? Uh, oh, am I doing this bit? Am I? <laughs> oh, I can do it. Dice Masters versus Cancer is uh, is going to be uh, well. We've done both face-to-face and online tournaments. For this, we are going online. Uh, We do it to raise money to fight cancer. That's right. It's a charitable event for Cancer Research UK. We've done it for a while now. We have indeed. It started off as uh, part of the Gaming vs. Cancer uh, event. However, that doesn't seem to be happening anymore. Uh, But we've continued it on because... uh, We'd like charity, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's been pandemic, doesn't it? The 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 larger initiative. Yeah, it's been something. Yeah, which is a, a shame. But we've been so Dice Masters as a game has been involved with the gaming versus cancer thing for about eight years, uh, six years of which, give or take, we've 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 run it. You know, we've we've taken yeah. it over. Uh, the first two were actually official WizKids Opens, weren't they? They were WKOs. They were indeed. I qualified, came second in the, mm. in the first one. Yeah, the first Dice Masters, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. This was back in the days uh, when, A, we had 
an actual gaming versus concert face to face live, you know, weekend convention <laughs> going on <laughs> down your neck of the woods. I know, right? Oh, yeah. It's like two minutes from my house. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, but also back when we used to have, you know, WizKids Opens, uh, regional events going on. So uh, there we are. We're back to the nostalgia thing again, aren't we? Um, so, yeah, we got involved about six years ago. Yeah, and we've been doing it ever since. And so if you don't like cancer and you like Dice Masters, there's only one thing that you need to do. That's yeah. Let's get signed up to uh, Dice Masters versus Cancer. So we uh, we started running it online a couple of years ago. We had two events one year where we did face to face and online, uh, and it just proved that the online event with the ability to invite our international friends to come and play along meant that the uh, the charitable donation, the size of the pot, and the funds that were raised was increased. So. Uh, we're going to do it online again this year uh, for that very reason. You know, we just want more cash, more, more, more cash going in for Cancer Research UK. There's there's some terrifying statistics, you know, if anyone wants to go and take a look at it. And I'm quite confident, certain that folks listening will have had somebody close to them affected by cancer uh, somehow in some way. But since the pandemic, uh, cancer research uh, funding, uh, particularly from charitable charitable causes, uh, it's been down like 25%. Ooh, wow, ooh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it went down enormously through the pandemic, as you can imagine. Um, so uh, we just like to do our bit. And it's a nice excuse to play some Dice Masters. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And we, we like a good, uh, you know, a big, long online Dice Masters sesh. We like to fire up the stream, you know, crack on through the course of the night. Um, depending on numbers, one of us may or may not play. We'll see how it goes. We like to kick back and commentate, don't we? Yeah, and get really drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Make it make a night of it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Dice Masters versus Cancer. So as we're asking you as a community to come together, and the uh, the main driving force of the fundraising will be the entry ticket. So it'll be a chargeable event where uh, we'll be. Uh, you know, taking taking money off you to come and play, but all the money that is taken for the entry ticket will go into the pot, and we're just going to stick with the same amount that we've done year on year, which is the ten pound entry fee. Yeah, we are. And now the the setup of the day, if uh, you don't mind me uh, moving on to that, is uh, yeah. a mod pdm. Oh my god, it's been so long, I nearly forgot how to say it. Uh, format, <laughs> which means that there are no top cuts. Uh, everyone gets to play throughout the whole uh, event and time of it. So it's uh, uh, Swiss bearings, uh, depending on how many people turn up, will depend on how many rounds we've got. Uh, But don't feel like you will turn up and get a couple of games and then get told to bugger off. Uh, It's um, Everyone plays all day or all evening in this instance. Uh, So um, get involved. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's something that we believe is very important we're not we're not big fans of that strange kind of that moment where the momentum of the day's event just gets like the wind taken out of the state well for a small proportion of the players who carry on into the top yeah. cuts that momentum's still there yeah absolutely <laughs> you've just got two people playing and then the remainder just kind of milling around wishing that they would both <laughs> hurry up and finish so that we could go home or in this case turn the computer off and go to bed 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And then we like to get everybody together to, at the end of the night, you know, on a, in the live stream and we'll be doing some fun stuff. So we've got some, um, some raffles and some games planned to play. Uh, cause that's the other thing There will be prizing av- available on the day. Um, uh, but we don't, we don't do prizing based on, um, performance. Although I do have a, a, a two performance related prizes to put into the prize pool. Uh, we will raffle them off to all the entrants at the close of the event. Now in the past, I've done more kind of convoluted complex stuff like, uh, gain some achievements through the course of the event. And so it's like this year, I'm just going to raffle them off to everybody who turns up. Nice. Yeah. As simple as that. Um, and, and if anyone's curious, the, the thinking around that is to, uh, well, it's just a, promote more people to rock up you know and not to make it complicated i want to keep the entry barrier as low as possible uh, funnily enough one of our uh prize donators has literally just emailed me with the tracking number for their prize donation Ooh. like as i'm talking about the event right now elon musk uh no he's he's tight with his prize donations i didn't even bother taking it from him oh okay Bill Gates. Uh, uh, no, Bill's Bill's doing um, mental health awareness this year. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? I got totally distracted because it flashed up on my notifications. Isn't that funny how I'm talking about it? And I, I got it, word it, on that right now. It's like a subliminal. Yeah, subliminal, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so there will be prizes available um, and they'll be raffled off and we get everyone together at the end of the stream, have a bit of a laugh, do some fun stuff. Now, in the past, we've also done some things in the lead up to the event to encourage some extra donations and to, to encourage participation. But with things a bit quiet on the WizKid side, I can't. I haven't got a lot to offer on that front this year, I'm afraid. No, no quiz. Uh, well, I can still do a quiz if anyone's interested, but um, you know the whole if we get this many players signed up, I'll release some spoilers kind of thing. I just, I'm, there's no spoilers to give. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Nothing. Um, yeah. So is that it? Oh, other than, sorry, just circling back round to the entry. So it's 10 pound entry, but pay close attention to the blog post on BritRoller6.com because I'll be asking you to make payment on a different system to where I'll be asking you to register to participate in the event. So we use Challenge to manage the event on the day, uh, but I'll be using a, a little donation web page uh, through a service called Collective um, to collect the funds. Now, the reason uh, for that is that Collective very kindly, um, uh, you can choose to pay you can pay the fees to collective so that the full ticket entry goes to the the donation pool or they give you an option not to pay any fees at all nice yeah so it means that no one's taking a slice uh, out of there so if we do challenges payment system they take a slice if we do uh eventbrite they take a slice. you know everybody takes a slice yeah. collective don't take a slice nice yeah we'll definitely uh, that's a good one good yeah. bit of uh, research that mate yeah, well, um, it, but, sure, but it's just a bit awkward because I don't like asking people to use two different systems to sign up, you know. Uh, right, okay, on to the uh, tournament format and everything then. Oh, so, exciting bit. Yeah, absolutely. So Andy's kind of give you the rundown. We're going to be uh, – well, we need to tell everyone the date. We've not done the date yet. <laughs> Save the date. We ain't going to tell you. 
<laughs> yeah. Save the date. It is going to be, when did we say? November, Saturday, November the 18th. Yeah, was that the date we said? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I think so. It's too late now. We're doing it. Yeah, we can't do the twenty fifth because that's uh, uh, I've got a birthday party. Um, so yeah, uh, check in at five thirty UK time with a kickoff at six UK time. Um, so we'd be expecting you to check in in Central Europe at around half six. Uh, Eastern time participants around half midday. Central participants around half eleven. Uh, and if you're Pacific time. It's an early start for you. We'll be kicking off at nine. Well, checking at nine thirty with a start at ten. That's the only way I can make it work. And sincerest apologies to any participants who are looking to get involved over in uh, in uh, Australia. You'll be up all night. It's just just do just, it. Just do yeah, it. just stay up. Yeah, uh, but that's the best coverage that we can get. That's the sort of rough time we've been running things in the past. Uh, and the format we're just going to fall back on old habits and routines. We've gone for one of our all time favorites. We're going for golden single affiliation teams. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yeah, which means all your character cards on your team must share the same affiliation. What caveats have we got to that? Because we've got a few to make sure that it doesn't go silly. Yes, we do have a couple of caveats. So first things first, villains will not be considered an affiliation for the event. If you want to make a Brotherhood of Evil Mutants team or a Legion of Doom team, that's fine. But the red V or the Hydra symbol does not count as an affiliation because uh, uh, uh. that just gets a bit out of hand. Your basic actions that you're choosing must be from the matching intellectual property. So if you're playing Justice League, you would have DC basic actions. If you're playing... Avengers, you would have Marvel. If you're playing um, Space Marines, you'd have Warhammer 40k, etc., etc. If you play the Turtles, you need to use the basic action from the Turtles campaign boxes. If you're playing, well, can you make a full team out of WWE? I don't know if you can with their oh. affiliations. But if you can, it'll be the basic actions from the WWE. It'll be the basic action, <laughs> absolutely. The uh, the only kind of small print or side note on that is the Mystics affiliation because that affiliation crosses the marvel dc intellectual property divide so you can use all cards with the affiliation but your basic actions must be marvel basic actions for mystics so uh that's i think that's the only one the only affiliation that gives you a mixed uh mixed ip with villains off the table um Action cards. We always get asked about action cards. Um, You can use action cards on your team, but we insist that you make every effort to sensibly and reasonably make your action cards thematic to the team you have created. And the examples we often give is a Blackbird or an Xavier's Mansion on an X-Men team, spot on. Uh, The Hellfire Club in a Hellfire Gala team. Bang on, no problem. Got Thor on your team, then you can throw Molnir in. You know, it, use your common sense, yeah. and for the love of God, do not fill my inbox in for the, up in the next four weeks with weird and obscure or you know bloody well actuallying nerdy well actuallying about basic action uh, basic action action card use on a team. Just use your noggin sit there look at the team and go would chris sign this off and if you have a doubt that i would sign it off then probably it shouldn't be on the team yeah the classic one is ring of winter i get asked about ring of winter all the time you can't have ring of winter on monster teams folks 
Artur Simba was the guy who carried the Ring of Winter. Just to bottom that one out. Oh, d d knowledge in the house. Boom, yeah. Big up to our man Barton for filling that gap because it has come up in the past. Um, so that's the action cards. And then there are some card bands, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, X-Men fans, I'm sorry, but we just can't have Hope, Pluripotent, Ecropaxia in there. Um, Jocelyn would just, you know, speaking of receiving instant messages about card inclusions. Um, then we're just going to knock off a few of the big uglies. So Yanti uh, Pureblood, let's not see any Yanti Pureblood or Beholder Monster teams there going on the list. We're going to take um, Black Widow Serena and Hulk Green Goliath off Avengers. Boom. I'm not sure why. I think we just felt... I think like you did it just to piss me off. I think, yeah, and I believe that's still the reason now. Yep. And, <laughs> and then uh, Brainiac, get inside your head. So that's the one that prevents... Don't, 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 don't tell them. They'll have to look it up. All right, fair enough. Yeah, Brainiac, get inside your head is coming off the list as well. I suspect there's something else that we should have on the list there. So if something does occur to you, then in that instance, you can instant message me. But again, don't be don't be a nerdy well actually. Um and I think that's it. That is that normally that's usually what we do with our single affiliation stuff, isn't it? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, it covers covers all the bases. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm particularly keen to see some of the new stuff out there just to put the you know to plant the seed so i'd be interested to see how the thor core does or you know what's the fantastic four like with the avx fantastic four cards in the mix Ooh. you know stuff like that Ooh, agents That's... of shield i'm gonna have to revisit my team see what uh yeah what see newbies if, i've got in there if uh what's his name jimmy woo makes the difference oh, jimmy woo is solid card as well it's not a slouch yeah yeah absolutely no yeah no uh, i agree um, I mean, I suspect we'll see a fair a fair showing for the classic affiliated choices. You know, X-Men teams are always strong, even with Hope out in the mix. Um, yeah, Avengers you know, always strong as well, to be fair. Yeah, big card pool, big selection. Uh, there's lots of fun stuff, you know, mix and match stuff you can do with monsters in, um, in D&D. You know, nice little thematic teams. Uh, in fact, one year, Balage... Um, Went to the top spot with a fiend team, a monster yeah, theme team. Yeah, smash my face in. Yeah, yeah, it was a good team we put together as well. Yeah. Um, but I think with the new releases that have come along, there's there's some interesting stuff that could warrant further exploration. Like you know, some teams that you might immediately dismiss, you could perhaps sit back and uh, take a closer look. You know, um, there's some new super friends stuff out there. You know, uh, there's some uh, new. Uh, I was going to say Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I think that's the one I'm thinking of that's had a fresh injection. Mm. Is there something with some Magneto Mystique shenanigans in the mix? Um, is there a new angle on X-Men that's just not the old kind of tried and tested and true? Who knows? Yeah. be good. We've not done anything single affiliation for a while. So uh, it'd be good to have a little trawl through, see, what, see what's the what. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I just had a thought, but I'll revisit that later. And Chris had a thought. Four core. That's a new one. Is there eight cards with that in? Uh, yeah, just literally uh, on the line. Um, do you know what went through my head just then? I was thinking about the Fantastic Four and the Black Panther. When you attack with what is it five? Six um, Fantastic Four characters, you win the game. 
Well, we'll have a look. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that's too easy or not. Open, open to discussion on that one, folks. It is a super rare, so I, I don't feel quite so precious about banning it or not. Um, but anyway, sorry, I interrupted. You were about to say something, and I just had my little walk down the Black Panther cul-de-sac then for a minute. That's right, no problem. No, I've got, I don't think, I think we've covered all bases. We've got the entrance fee, we've got the date, we've got the uh, format, we've got the, all the details. Yeah, time, date, format, um, how you pay, and why we're doing it, all that good stuff. So keep an eye out on Brit Roller 6 uh, for the uh, the event page. I'll make sure that that's posted, he says because he's been so reliable lately. Uh, I'll make sure. That I've still got UK Games Expo at the top of the website, I think, right now. Uh, but I'll I'll get that posted up so that you've got a place to go with all the links to things like the collective for taking the entry donations and additional donations if you want to throw more in and help the cause. Um, Are we going to take teams on early? The win. Sorry? Are we going to get people to submit teams early? Uh, no, we don't normally do, no. No? No, we just... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, we do, do we, sometimes? I don't remember. We'll have a think and let you know. I, I usually set... Um, uh, not early, early, but I usually say get them to me the day before so I can build a team list page for the participants to use during the event. But we'll um, have all the info on the uh, the blog so you can work that out. Yeah, but normally it's like, you know, get it to me by 8 o'clock the night before so I can sit down and... You know, build the team page list so it's ready to go for kickoff on the Saturday kind of thing. But not like early to review them or anything. Although we will. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and build we'll... our teams according. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's so that I can get the blog page put together, but also so that Andy can take a look at what the uh, best solution for him is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going to work, what's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. So there we go. Uh, single affiliation, November the 18th, starting at 5.30 UK time, £10 to enter. The whole £10 goes to uh, gaming, uh, Dice Masters versus Cancer's donation to Cancer Research UK. Prizes, keep your eyes and ears open for more news on those. Looks like folks are already shipping them to me, so as they arrive, I'll take some pictures and get them advertised. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Let's wrap up the Dice Masters versus Cancer and move on to the next segment, shall we? Let's do it. All right, on to the next segment then. All right then, folks, it's listener correspondence time and this particular listener's correspondence is going to be the kind of theme of this second segment in today's episode. A big shout-out to Robin over in Western Australia who got in touch with us just the other day to say, G'day. Hey, ministry. I've... <laughs> I, I bet they've never heard that joke before. <laughs> Throw another on the Barbie. <laughs> Neighbours. Um, that's back. I know it's back. I, know, I stopped watching it in like 1987, so I don't really care, but Toadfish apparently is... will still be in it. <laughs> yeah, probably. And the dog. What was the name of the dog? Bouncer. Bouncer, yeah. <laughs> and Harold and, and uh, Marge. <laughs> Harold's... Harold died. Oh. Oh, did he come? No, he came back, didn't he? I don't know, did he? Oh, Resurrected? Yeah. It was a whole, like, Lovecraftian uh, um, <laughs> seance, and then he came back to life. 
Oh, that'd be amazing. Well, I would be so, so, so impressed if if a soap of that nature just went for years and years and years, and then just suddenly one day they went down into the basement. (laughs) And there's there's a sacrifice. Yeah. (laughs) A beloved character, like in EastEnders, just in the basement, in the wine cellar, one of those two up, two downs. They go down and they resurrect Doc Cotton or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate. I, I had some really bad jokes that I can't tell because you get really um, angry, but I'm not going to do it. I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, but anyway, Robin writes, Hiya, Ministry. I finally caught up with the podcast. I have been listening every day at work since starting it two months ago. <laughs> Which I think we should pause on that <laughs> for a minute. Two months of this drivel every day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Robin, I know that you and I have been messaging back and forth just about your local little scene and stuff and uh, about the challenges of getting product in Australia. Uh, But I'd also be very interested to know what what your feedback is on the evolution of the Ministry of Dice podcast (laughs) over the... (laughs) God, I mean, we're coming up on... What are we, six and a half years? Coming up on seven now? Uh, how How it's changed or not changed. We did do a little retrospective recently where we concluded it's not changed at all other than a slight improvement in audio quality. <laughs> Back of the dice bag. <laughs> oh, I love it with your bag burn. Uh, little no facts uh, about Robin. No, little no facts about uh, Robin. I haven't got one. I was just saying that. Oh. Catchphrase. Okay, I thought I thought you had to... Don't, don't leave a bit of space for me to say something witty because it's not there. Okay. I'll not hold my breath then. <laughs> um, but yeah, listening to us every day, back to back for two months. I'm not sure that's healthy, Robin. But I think it's good. Of... I think everyone should do that. Yeah, right. That's it, everybody. So homework for all you listeners, for all like six of you that's still listening. Um, <laughs> go back and listen to everything from episode one. Do yeah, two months straight. We'll see you in the new year. <laughs> uh, but moving on, Robin also writes, uh, I've recently started running games in Western Australia. I've got a scene of about 10 people now and regularly get six to seven players at, our, at the monthly game run. I would love to hear a segment on advice for running your first casual tournament as I'd like to plan one for my group soon. Love the podcast. Keep up the awesome work. You're amazing. Chris is better than Andy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> bollocks <laughs> well as far as i know you can't even get into the message <laughs> i found it you just had to help me to get there <laughs> um so that's going to be our, our little brief uh, topic of discussion is helping robin out with some hints tips and suggestions with regards to running casual tournaments and we of course invite you dear listeners to drop us a line and let us know if you've got any hints and tips that we don't mention in the coming uh, coming segment that we can pass along and share with robin in the next episode or forward through uh, uh in reply to the message so yeah, casual tournaments. Do you want me to chip in first? Sure, why not? Cool. I think one of the best things you could do is use something like Challenge or the Win System, um, so it does all the hard work for you. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say one of the best things you could do is get yourself a Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris will do it. <laughs> Be fine. Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, why are you suggesting that then to Robin? Uh, well, specifically because it's going to be our first one. Everything that you can do to make it as simple as possible, so you can concentrate on the people actually in the tournament, making sure they have fun, answering any questions and queries. So you don't want it like, and this might be controversial, but I'm not a massive fan of the uh, uh, where it's like the the winners bracket and the losers bracket, and then you know you have people because they've their height difference or alpha like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just like nice and simple get it set up on a system that's going to do your pairings it's going to work out who's who's winning who's losing um job's done and then you can just enter in the details nice and simple concentrate yes. on everyone having fun yeah absolutely uh i i would recommend uh the WizKids info network from the perspective of well, first is first. You can uh, the the store. Um, if you run run your events in a local gaming store, you can just ask them to register and get a uh, get a win profile set up for the store and get them to add you as an admin. And the advantage of that, getting to my point, is that with the device you're using, just on your phone, or uh, I, I sometimes take an iPad along with me. Um, if someone turns up and they've not got a profile on the WizKids Info Network, they can just fill out a little form, click go, and you can get them into the event straight away, whereas Challenge would require them to pre-register. I would not recommend the win system because I don't trust it. Well, it is a bit janky, but all, all these, uh, you know, Challenge is just as janky, isn't it, sometimes? Um, okay, so a, a means, a method of managing the event as it's taking place to take a bit of the pressure, pressure off. Sure, definitely better than faffing about with uh, pen and paper kind of thing, trying to figure out who should be paired up with who and all that. Hundred yeah, percent. We've been to events like that, and uh, I mean they're good. They're just it's just an extra bit of admin that you don't need to put on yourself specifically if it's the first time you're doing it. Yes, yeah, and it also allows people to sign up prior to the event. You know, if you set it up beforehand and stuff. So you yeah. can get a little bit of a sense of how many people are going to be coming, and uh, you know if there's uh, uh, like a, a seat reservation requirement at your local gaming store or whatever. It just helps you get a bit of a better sense of what you're going to need in that respect and all that kind of thing. Cool. Which then takes us to getting the word out. Got to make sure you get the word out. Spread the word. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, in the past, when I used to run regular casual events down at element games my local in stockport we had a, a facebook group um that we used to use to post stuff and the um a group a messaging group so like on a on facebook messenger yeah. was that it was facebook messenger as a matter of fact yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. interestingly enough um, but yeah, you need you need a place to get the word out that sort of into people's hands, get it right under their nose. Uh, popping a poster up at your local store is also something that can be useful, but it's not quite as powerful as like putting stuff right in, uh, you know, in the well, basically everyone lives and dies by their phones now, don't they? So by getting it into an inbox, getting it into their face in that more kind of uh, significant way, I would recommend as well. So you can start locking it in and uh, giving people notice. You know, we've we've literally just done a segment giving folks four weeks notice for an event, um, in the hope that that makes it 
a little bit more likely that people can, you know, pencil the date in, not book other things in, that kind of thing. Yeah. Swap a shift at work, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I do try. I do try. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that often comes up when it comes to running casual events is the question of prizing. We've been asked about that in the past as well, haven't we? Yeah, it's a bit harder now. Yeah. So historically, there's there used to be the uh, Dice Masters organised play kits. There is sort of a fairly recent one, which is the Dark Phoenix Saga one, but uh, from by all accounts, that one's pretty tricky to get your hands on. Quite Do you reckon to... anyone's ever done a tournament where it's like, do you know in um, Fast and the Furious they like race for pink slips? Like yeah. everyone chucks in like a super rare into a pot <sighs> when it takes all. That would well, be risky, wouldn't it? I quite like that. Yeah. Idea. Especially... Yeah, you, just, you, you just end up with uh, a load of uh, um, <laughs> your uncanny X-Men Scarlet Witches or something. Like bears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that really awful super rare? What was the one that used to used to joke about everybody sit tight momentary tangent i'm now i'm opening up the team builder to scan my eye over the list of super rares to track down the dreadful one that we used to joke about i mean there's quite a few dreadful ones it's specifically in um um dark phoenix saga there's like a mix of really good ones and really crap ones yeah i feel like it was a dc one that we particularly took umbrage with uh, was there a super rare flash? Mm, maybe the flash connected to the speed force. Yeah, that, I mean that was. Dark. I mean, it was a bit of a dodgy card, but anyway, I'll, it'll take me forever to go through. Robin will know she's been listening to us for the past two months. Yeah, so Robin, tell us what's the super rare that we uh, we really are very keen on and joke about. <laughs> Uh, I tell you, the Doctor Strange, the what if Doctor Strange, uh, I kept pulling it out of the uh, Civil War, that one there. Yeah? Yeah. So, in principle, I like your idea. I'm just saying that everyone will just surely bring their worst, most disliked super rare, and that would be the end of that. Yeah, but it's quite a cool idea. Yeah, I like it. But pricing, uh, yeah, so the acquisition of promos can be challenging. And you can you know, find someone who's got some to punt on through the post or whatever um, you know, to help you out, get some of the older ones together if your players are new and they haven't seen some of the, um, some of the OP kits from days gone by. Uh, but I think in Australia, with the particular struggles as well, with regards to getting your hands on cards, that's possibly not the way to go. But I've found, broadly speaking, that a little bit of creativity when it comes to pricing goes a long way. Yeah, you have. <laughs> which um, which of my more creative prizes have, have you uh, enjoyed or appreciated the most? I've very much appreciated some of the... Uh... DVDs that you managed to find. So X-Men or Justice League DVDs. I'm pretty sure I've got a couple banging around here somewhere for the uh, yeah. prizes of days gone by. Yeah, for sure. Um, second-hand bookshops just go rooting around in uh, second-hand bookshops for uh, graphic novels. You know, I've done that before. 
as well. Uh, there's no shortage of superhero-themed, just random, fun, silly merchandise knocking about that you can get your hands on to give away as prizes. Um, and then you've got, obviously, the game-specific stuff. It might be difficult to get a hold of promos, but um, we've definitely done stuff like uh, uh, playmap printing services, although I'd be curious, uh, do, do you guys have a playmap printing service in Australia? Oh, I'm sure they must do. Uh, Australian playmap printing service there's loads of people listening right now going this is basically a segment for one single <laughs> listener yeah one co- single listener who made the effort to contact us and ask us a question yeah it looks like there's a few uh playmat printers quokka mouse pads appears to make gaming playmats you can print custom playmats view sizes yeah and online there are a number of custom playmat designers that have got their designs out there uh, there's also a template if you wanted to make your own as well thing i can't remember where it is but i know there's a few places where it's got the template and you can make your own yes absolutely uh dice towers um custom printed life tokens uh, there's all sorts of stuff you can do there but of course that takes us back then to getting people to pre-book or to come to some arrangement with the gaming store where um, you know the entry fee, some proportion of that, is going into your prize pot. You know your your funds to get together some more impressive prizes. You know, yeah. Do Which it, is why. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I mean, I've definitely been in in a position before where I've kind of dipped into my own wallet and gone out of pocket, but then sort of recouped it after the fact because folks have turned up on the day and paid cash or whatever so but you, you will have to make your own decision i suppose robin or anyone else out there who's thinking of running a casual tournament what your threshold for that is or your willingness to do uh, that may be but um prizing can also bring the punters in uh, especially if you're trying to make it a little bit more of a thing on a you know doing a saturday casual event kind of thing um that can generally generally help bring a few punters in especially if you've got something a little bit unique um, and if you if you're all right with a bit of uh, a bit of like Photoshop or GIMP or something, then yeah, get the template and make your own, like a uh, you know an Australian Open or something, play a map of your own design, get two printed up and keep one for yourself, add it to your play map collection, and then give the other one away. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. No, your wall of. <laughs> Or your door of of playmats. Yeah, yeah, it's actually quite... When I started digging them all, I mean, some of them were still in the cardboard tubes that they were posted out to me, and that's how how bad it was. (laughs) I got them all out and stuck them in this thing. And then my wife said to me, um, (laughs) because I'd bought it, and it's got 28 slots in in this rack, and there's only two left, so there's 26 playmats in there. Um, and only two of them aren't dice masters. <laughs> I've got a problem, folks. I need help. I need help. <laughs> but I've got a handful of the like official WizKids releases from back in the day, and then the whole custom playmat thing where I've had playmats made for myself. And then whenever we've done a prize playmat, I've always, I've always, as I've just joked about, I had a second one printed up and kept the second one as like a little, I don't know, a bit of a historical record kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, anytime we've done a piece of custom prizing, I've, I've always done a second one and kept one in like a little Ministry of Dice archive. Because you don't know people win playmats and then they disappear. They never could, you know, they stop playing the game or whatever. And, and the playmat, that unique playmat sort of disappears into the wind, doesn't it? Yeah. So anyway. Anyway, um, so yeah, prizing, but uh, to reiterate, you'll have to make a bit of a decision about how you manage that financially and what you want to do in that respect there. Um, but I, we've done stuff in the past at Element Games where we've just had a kitty, you know, and yeah. we all, um, uh, we so it, there used to be a table fee at Element Games that we all paid, but when we paid the table fee, everyone put an extra pound in. And then when it came to the Saturday event, we used that to just buy a big bundle of products for the, you know, the the eventual winner to take away. So, you know, there was 20 quid in the pot. It just go pick 20 boosters back in the days when you could buy one pound boosters type of thing. Um, and yeah. folks aren't adverse to getting creative. No, that um, with regards to the game, we always try and make it so there's no buy where possible so either joining in or ducking out to make sure that mm-hmm. there's an even number of players so that no one's getting uh, hanging around board that's something that we try and do and one thing that you'd have had mentioned in the previous segment uh with mod pdms that we run is that they are everyone plays all day uh so certainly if it's kind of the first one and you're just setting it up and everyone's new to it the last thing you want is someone who's got the experience of uh <laughs> getting knocked out at lunchtime uh, but then having to hang around uh till the end of the day uh to wait for the prize and to be given out or to find out who the winner is um so might be worth considering just doing it as completely swiss system like we do so that you know that everyone is going to get all the games in and um and not feel left out yeah yeah and then further to that if you want to make it a bit more of an epic days play as a, as a bit of a uh, more tournamenty type thing. So I suspect when you get together a few monthly get-togethers, you're just doing a, you know, an evening of uh, like a three-round round-robin type thing or something. Uh, we've done stuff in the past where we've made the rounds best of, you know, best of three and extended the round limit to an hour rather than thirty-five minutes or or whatever. Um, so you could, you know, don't be afraid to play around with the sort of setup on the day to more dice rolled you know and get get more gameplay in and more games happening yeah have we covered everything is there anything else we can think of um prizing the event planning it advertising it format oh yeah play around with your format i I mean i suppose without a great deal of information to understand kind of what your your sort of monthly game thing is you may already be playing around tinkering about with formats. Don't do 10 in 10. <laughs> no one will turn up. Yeah, and he's not a big fan of the Don't 10 in 10. Pain in the bum. <laughs> Keep, again, again, with everything, keep it simple. Uh, single affiliation is good if you uh, want to try and avoid um, some real nasty, you know, Becky Lynchy type combos um or if you're into that sort of thing um you know then modern or golden uh go, you know swing the other way go go full at it uh but whatever you do yeah i mean 
10 in the 10 example as I gave because it's really complicated to build a team. Uh, you want your players to build a team beforehand so they get invested in it. You've built a team, you're more likely to go. Uh, but mm. if you spent three days building a team that still isn't um, tournament legal, uh, you're going to not bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you have to sort of case out the 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 sort of collection time served and the size of the collection that your players have and make sure that the format you go for is not going to create a, a barrier of entry to someone, you know. Yeah. Single set uh, might be quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, absolutely. All, it, all from the same set. Yes. If yeah. it's really limited. Yeah, because if you if you go hardcore, like golden anything goes, oh, you know, you'll have you'll have some like a legacy player rook up and Half elf barge you all to death while everyone else has got recent collections from the the four modern sets, whatever. <laughs> you know, although that'd be interesting. I'm sure someone started exploring that, but I'd be curious to know if you pitted a classic, you know, world championship bard team against a world championship master, master mold team. Thing. Yeah, I'd be curious. We're we're not really the players you and I to do that. <laughs> No. <laughs> it, it takes us three months to understand the mechanics of the team that was played <laughs> like yeah. how are they doing that i don't get it <laughs> we, we've only just cottoned on to uh, mr sinister ramp so um yeah so think about you, you know you might want to ask around speak to a few people what's your collection looking like you know what's your um uh, your card pool availability like uh, that, of course, can be solved with drafts. That's obviously a quick and easy way yeah. of leveling the playing field. But I don't know. I don't feel like drafts are, you know, the big day tournament stuff. No, it's like the uh, after party. Yeah, yeah. Um, or that's your, you know, your, your regular get together. Let's do a draft because there's a new release or whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but we, we've definitely done um, events where we've had the main tournament and then, you know, in order to make it more of a big day's play, we've done a thing like where we've, I don't know, ordered some pizzas or everyone's gone out and got a bit of food and then we've come back and closed out the day with a just a three-round draft, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Sometimes you have to break the draft pools up into two fours or two sixes or two eights or whatever. Um but well, that's a nice way then of also making sure that if, if someone has had a particularly rough time through the day because they've been getting battered by something that's a bit OP compared to what they're able to get together in their own collection, then a draft is a nice way of giving them a second opportunity to get some wins in and not feel quite so uh, demotivated or disheartened with the defeats. Yeah. Cool. Although the Swiss, the Swiss does generally kind of even that out, sort of into yeah. round two. Most three. of the time, it depends on how many people there are. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I've definitely done a whole five rounder and gone oh and five through the whole thing. That happened to me at Euros in the. I can't remember which event that was. Maybe the Pauper event. Just made a really bad team and got battered oh, all the way through it. That's okay. I came back swinging. It's not affected you at all. No, no. No. 
<laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, okay, that's it. That's all I can think of, really. Robin, I hope um, a few of those comments and thoughts. Or, well, I mean, we're talking specifically to Robin as the correspondent, but if anyone else out there is thinking about running a few little casual events, maybe some of those ideas will help you out. But as I say, uh, listeners, if you are uh, experienced at running casual events and you've got an idea or a little nugget of info that we've not mentioned today, um, fire it over to us. We'll uh, either bring it up on the next episode or, as I mentioned earlier, we'll we'll ping it over to Robin directly uh, to help out over in Western Australia. But uh, thank you very much for getting in touch. We hope that was a useful discussion. Um, And we'll wrap that one up there, I think. Aye. (laughs) It's getting late. You are on the ball. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> either that or your, or your computer's doing that uh time delay thing again <laughs> say your name after three one two three andy there we go <laughs> <laughs> see now i don't know if your computer is legitimately failing or whether you've done that to <laughs> Oh dear. All right, there we go. Robin's segment in the can. Let's do a close, shall we? Well, there we are then, folks. As all good things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. And we did, yeah. If We've just had a little tangent that is uh, yet another prime example of why we shouldn't put the podcast out raw. Girls Aloud was the band that I was trying to say. That was Pop Stars, The Rivals, the second one. Girls Aloud? Which, yeah. uh, who was in that one? Cheryl Cole. Or Cheryl, Cheryl Cole? Cole. I know Cheryl Cole. Why do I know her? Because she was in Girls Aloud. And no, that's not why I know her, though. X Factor. And she was married to Ashley Cole. And she's Is she just... like, really famous. Yeah, just one of those generally famous people. Yeah. And you what know, was that other name you just said? Oh, it was hers. Before she married Ashley Cole, she was Cheryl Tweedy. Right, well, no. I just think I just know her Yeah, she's just... Oh, Ashley Cole. Wait a minute. He's a footballer. Yes, he is. What about Sarah Harding? Sarah Harding. Nicola Roberts. Nadine Coyle. Oh, uh, Nadine Coyle rings a bell. Nadine Coyle rings a bell. Why does her name ring a bell? She's a famous singer. Does she does she do documentaries or something now? I don't know. That's your, that's <laughs> my bit is the reality TV shows. Your bit <laughs> is the documentaries. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe she's done some documentaries or something. She's what? she's very Irish. She's very Irish. No, that's not. I'm thinking of someone else here. I think. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. folks, there we go. Uh, just to give you a little insight as to what the last 20 minutes was before we went back <laughs> on the red light, um, discussing various, uh, well, we've gone through the 80s, 90s, and the noughties in terms of pop groups. But uh, there we are. We're done. We're wrapped up. So get the 18th of November in your calendar. Get the pass from your significant other. Pack the kids off to the grandparents. Whatever you need to do to free yourself up and come along and help us out raise money for Cancer Research UK. And that's it. (laughs) That's all we got to finish up with. Uh, Yeah, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to get in touch uh, because we will answer them. 
as proven today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, everyone have a, a lovely time doing whatever you're doing right now. I've been Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mister Six, and I've been Andy, aka especially for you. <laughs> I want to tell you that I feel the same way too. And if dreams were wings, you know, I would have flown to you <laughs> to be where you are, no matter how far. Yeah, so uh, you remember I used to, uh, I told you, I used to be in a band that did uh, really dodgy covers. Yeah. Well, that that was on our, that was on our playlist. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way, no way. Yeah, we've done loads of, uh, we used to do loads of random stuff like that. Did you do it, it like that, though? Or did you do it like like heavy metal? Especially for you. Like that. No, no, no. We totally did it straight. Well, it was, I mean, it was a band. We weren't, I mean, I think the original was all synthetic, wasn't it? But we, yeah, we were definitely a band playing it. Nice. Well, yeah, you go. Yeah. learned something new. It was two male voices, though. We didn't have a, we didn't have a Kylie. Did one of you dress up? Uh, no. Well, other than, you know, obviously an awesome rock and roll finery. <laughs> Retro wizard dudes. Exactly. Exactly that. Right then, folks, take it easy. We'll catch you next time. Bye bye bye. Let's see if I can remember this. This one goes out to uh, my man Andy and the finest bromance known to the game of Dice Masters. Especially for you. Wanna let you know what I was going through. All the time we were apart, I thought of you. You were in my heart. My love never changed. I still feel the same, especially for you. I want to tell you I was feeling that way too. And if dreams were wings, you know, I would have flown to you to be where you are, no matter how far. And now that I'm next to you, no more dreaming about tomorrow. Forget the loneliness and the sorrow. I gotta say it's all because of you. And now we're back together, together. I wanna show you my heart is oh so true. And all the love I had is especially for you. Especially for you I want to tell you you mean all the world to me How I'm certain that our podcasting was meant to be You changed my life You showed me the way And now that I'm next to you I waited long enough to find you I want to put all the hurt behind you I want to bring out all the love inside you and now we're back together, together. I want 
gonna show you my heart is oh so true and all the love I had is especially for you all the 